Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's just such a weird way to start a podcast, but I guess if we're going to call it this, then that's what we're going to start with. Uh, cue the music. All right, welcome to the Valley of the Sun Sunday Scaries, episode number 21. Uh, This episode I am calling the Blackjack episode for a couple of different reasons. Number one, Blackjack is my favorite card game at the casino. Number two, the number 21 itself is one of my favorite numbers. It's my hockey number uh, after Mike Ruzioni, captain of the U.S. Olympics men's team from 1980. Uh, And just uh, the fact that I'm feeling pretty lucky about a few different things, which we're going to talk about here. I was going to make it rain like a deck of cards, but then I remembered I have to pick it all up, so I decided against that. Today I am rocking the Minnesota Rockers uh, Call of Duty League. It's the Minnesota official team. Um, I don't know. I'm all in on on esports, man. So I have a couple random jerseys, and every chance I get, I try to wear them. I have no idea where I'm gonna fit in with the whole esports thing, but. I love it. So I'm just going to rock it. So the purpose of this episode, I didn't want to have anybody on during Memorial Day weekend. I figure most people are going to be barbecuing and hang out with their family. And so I wanted to just have a topic that I could cover with everybody just on my own, uh, make it nice, brief, short, and, and beneficial for sure. So today we're going to talk about the things that I've been doing, the books that I've been reading. These are all the books I've read so far in the year of 2020. I'm going to give you like uh, just like the best part of each one. Uh, I'll probably do a more in-depth review of a lot of these over the course of the rest of this year, but just for the sake of this this episode, we'll just do one per. And I'll kind of talk through what my routine's been, uh, what I've been able to accomplish this year, and hopefully you find some value and you can apply it to your life as well. All right, so we are going to take it from the top here. So first things first, um, I decided to change the way that I eat and the things that I eat and just the way that um, my diet is, if you will. Uh, It's called Plant Paradox, and it's not like a a weird vegetarian or vegan sort of thing. It's just a different outlook on what to eat and when to eat it. So I read this book, and I realized that you and your health is more about what you don't put into your body versus what you do put in. Um, And the food pyramid itself is a little bit different than the food pyramid that we grew up in. And it includes a lot of intermittent fasting, which I've enjoyed a lot. I realized that we kind of just eat too much as humans, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but our bodies for thousands of years did not eat as much as we did now. So I try to stay away from like processed foods and things like that. And I actually feel a lot better when I don't eat as much throughout the course of a day. I'm not like starving myself or anything like that. I'm just kind of choosing when to fast and when to eat. And uh, the results have been great. I've lost about 30 pounds and it's not because I've gone to the gym because obviously the gyms have been closed. It's just purely been off of what I've been eating. I had no target goal in mind of how much weight I wanted to lose, but I'm not going to complain about it. It's been uh, it's been good for me, that's for sure. All right, so the next book here, this is called The 5 A.M. Club by Robin Sharma. So this book, the biggest takeaway is it's kind of changed the whole way I view my morning. So every morning I get up at 4.50 and I go through a series of things. Number one, I try to run as soon as I possibly can in the morning to kind of get the juices flowing. Uh, from there, I meditate for about 10 minutes. And then after that, I read for about 20 minutes. And so by six o'clock, I've already accomplished a lot, which is awesome. And then the rest of the morning is spent eating breakfast, you know, getting all of my content put out, um, which I'll kind of segue into this. 
this is kind of how I map out every Sunday. So every Sunday I sit down and I tell myself exactly what I'm going to do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday around my content. So I kind of take the thinking out for me. So I know how many TikToks I'm going to do. I know how many times I'm going to tweet. I know how many times I'm going to create a meme. Um, I know all that stuff ahead of time. And it just kind of allows me to be scheduled and allows me to, you know, at six in the morning, my time, 9 a.m. Eastern, release all my content. Um, and so it just makes things a lot easier on myself. And it gives me a good idea of thinking about how I'm going to do my content throughout the course of the week. So that's definitely been very helpful. All right, next book. This is Dying for a Paycheck by Jeffrey Pfeffer. Um, This was one of my favorite books that I read because it opened my eyes to something that I had never thought about before, which is human sustainability. I think that we think a lot of our environmental sustainability when it comes to, hey, you know, when we're building buildings or we're putting corporate offices or whatever we're doing and designing, we always think about what's the impact going to be on the environment. You can have the most environmentally friendly office on the planet, but if you have a terrible toxic culture and it's bad for the humans that work there, why do we care more about the environment than we do about people, which is pretty crazy to think about. So uh, that was definitely very eye-opening. Now, this one I'll admit I have not read from cover to cover. That's a thick boy. This is Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. And every day I read a, a different titan. So it's all about the different people in the industry uh, that are experts, that are entrepreneurs, that are CEOs, uh, high-class athletes. There's a bunch of different people that Tim Ferriss interviews. And every morning I read about one person. And in that, they give like best practices or things that they do, uh, you know, focusing on their health, their wealthiness, and you know, their wisdom. And it allows me to kind of apply one thing or just be like, yeah, that's not for me. So every day I read, it's a big book. Every day I read one thing from there. Next up, we got Great at Work by Morton T. Hansen. Uh, This is one of the first books I read, but it was probably my favorite, like, book about work and self, like as far as the work that we do uh, at our everyday jobs. My favorite part about this book was a line called Do Less But Obsess. And it focuses more on something that really aligns with me, which is like focus on one or two things, like master it, get very, very good at it before we move on to something else. I think a lot of times in business and in life, we try to do everything at once all at the same time. And, you know, maybe we get incremental improvements, but we just don't see the the big time results that we should. Um, But if you take this approach, you do one or two things at a very, very, very high level, you become masters in it. Uh, it'll allow you to kind of move on to the next thing. Next up, we have Trillion Dollar Coach. Uh, it's about Bill Campbell, but it's by Eric Schmidt, Jonathan Rosenberg, and Alan Eagle. Uh, Trillion Dollar Coach, for me, my favorite takeaway was bringing everyone to the table. So one thing that Bill Campbell, he worked with like Google and Apple and all these big time companies in Silicon Valley, he would always preach like bringing people to the table. So like women, ethnicities that are unrepresented, minorities, like getting them to the table to make sure that the best idea is the one that wins uh, at the end of the day. And it's very inclusive and it's something that I really aligned with. And so um, the phrase, you know, get them to the table was it was all over this book and I, I really liked it. Next up, we have The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Uh, and this book to me, it kind of, if you're a victim or you feel like you might have victim tendencies, it's definitely a good book to read because, you know, whether you agree with it or not, like it, it just forces you to realize that everything is within your control. And, you know, for the most part, I believe that's kind of true. I mean, some things aren't, but for the most part, it, you know, everything is. But when you have that mindset that everything is in your control, it just makes your life a lot easier because you realize that you have control, you can make the change. And it's not, it it puts power back in your hands, which I think a lot of times we as humans naturally want to be like, oh no, this is the reason why I didn't get promoted or this is why, you know, I I didn't get that job and and all that stuff. And so I think that that book kind of taught me that it's all on me. Next up is my favorite book about business. This is Powerful by Patty McCord. Uh, It's the story of Netflix. And the biggest takeaway when it comes to the business side of things is to 
have an environment where direct radical feedback in real time is encouraged. I think a lot of us in business, you know, especially bigger companies, you'll see, you know, these big surveys that come out once or twice a year or monthly reviews. When you have a culture where it's direct feedback from the lowest person to the president and, and vice versa at all times, you know, you become agile, you become fast. You don't have to wait six months to give your feedback to somebody. And I just find that um, it's just such a powerful thing. If you get a chance, it's a, it's a smaller read, but it's my favorite book I've probably read out of all of these. Next up, we have Radical Inclusion. Uh, it is about Martin Dempsey, who is the former Joint Chief of Staff. It's actually written by Ori Brofman. But Radical Inclusion taught me to think about the things that aren't currently being thought about. So the way I kind of took it is in business, if you're about to launch a campaign or an advertisement or a commercial or anything really, what am I not thinking about? You know, whose view am I not taking into consideration? Who should be at the table to, uh, to represent, you know, maybe a group of people that when we launch this, it's going to offend or a group of people that are, are not going to like this. To have that mindset constantly of what am I not thinking about versus like, having a group of people that all think the same way uh, was something that I took that uh, was pretty powerful. Next up, we have When by Daniel Pink. Um, when to me taught me that there are certain points of the day where I am at my best. And I've learned over you know time, and this has changed from when I was in high school and college stuff, but I accomplished my most creative best work early in the morning. And there are different types of people, and some people accomplish their work in the morning, some people accomplish their work in the evening. And so it taught me that if I have like remedial checklist things, I should be saving those for the afternoon. Anything that involves creativity, I need to be doing in the morning. And it kind of just challenges the current like nine to five setup because there are a lot of people in this world that accomplish their best work at night, but we force them to come and start working at eight, nine o'clock in the morning. You know, you think about high schoolers, like they consistently don't do very good work in the morning. Like their test scores in the morning versus the afternoon are dramatically different. It's been tried and true, but for whatever reason, the constructs of society, we force them to go to school at seven in the morning and they're miserable and they get nothing done for three or four hours. And so I just kind of learned that everybody is different when it comes to when they get their best work done. Last but not least, we have the culture code. And the culture code has been teaching me, and I'm almost done with this one, so I don't want to lie and say I've already finished it, but the culture code is teaching me that the best organizations in the world very, do very, very similar things in terms of building good culture. There is high trust and there's high vulnerability. And when I think back to my favorite groups of people I've been around or my favorite companies or my favorite teams at work, there was high levels of trust and everyone was vulnerable. You know, the leader didn't always pretend to have all the answers. The leader created an environment where they're constantly asking you what your opinion is, what, you know, what your feedback is, how would you do this? You know, whether you're the Navy SEALs or you're this elite comedy club in New York, like you have that high level of trust and that high level of vulnerability. And so it's crazy to think that when you see all these different amazing groups, the best ones all have the same formula and the worst ones kind of have the same formula too, but just in the, in the wrong way. So that's all the books that I've been reading so far. I have about 10 more lined up. I'm always open to recommendations if you guys want to send them my way. Um, but that's what I've been working on. Like every morning I, I focus on reading for 20, 30 minutes. In the evening before bed, I try to read for 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, and it's allowing me to really grow as an individual and learn a ton. So uh, next week, I hope to have a guest on the show for the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, 
uh, listen, I just wanted to do this myself, uh, but I do want to thank everyone that has served and, you know, has you know lost their life for us. You know, that's the kind of the point of Memorial Day weekend for a long time. You know, I thought it was the same as Veterans Day because I was kind of ignorant. But now that I know the full ramifications of what Memorial Day is, it just means a ton. You know, if you did serve or if you lost somebody like my family's lost people and it, it just... I don't know. When you're thinking about how the fact that you are annoyed that you have to wear a mask to go into the grocery store and there are people out there, you know, sacrificing themselves for us, you know, in foreign countries, you know, I think it really helps to to level set everything. So happy Memorial Day to everybody. I hope that everyone stayed safe. I hope you stayed distanced. And uh, man, welcome to the Valley of the Sun.